Hello, welcome back to the Australian Survive Community Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Brink, sitting in the chair as always. And today, I'm bringing you a special guest, I guess we could call him. He is going to be going under the name of the Australian Survivor Insider. And here he is, Insider. What's up, mate? G'day, how's things, Rhino? It's uh, going well. I know we've been talking for a little bit, uh, getting some inside word about what might be happening. So... Tell me a little bit about what you are excited about so far about this upcoming season. Oh, obviously, I'm just excited in general that we have an Australian survivor for the first time in donkey's years. So that's that's exciting. But um, you know, I've in terms of the cast, obviously that remains to be seen who shines and who doesn't. But um, I just want the the players to play hard, make big moves, and, and just don't muck around. Right? Obviously, thousands auditioned, and um, they want to see a good show, and that that's the main thing. They want to be entertained, and um, that's the main thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We know that there was 15,000 people applied. It's got down to these 24. To have that many applicants, to have these people to be the 24, we want to see the best of the best. So mm. that's what we're hoping for. And we want it to be excellent because we want a second season. So some of those other people oh, applied. Time. Exactly. So, and from what I'm hearing as well, 10 are pretty confident about what they've been delivering coming back. So that's been positive to hear. And I'm ta- I'm hearing, like, they, they're already planning for a season two. So... Which is pretty exciting. Oh, is that right? Uh, yes, that is right. So as long as ratings uphold and they're they're going to be okay, they're looking at what they can do going forward. So that's exciting. I okay. just don't want players to get to get out there right now and go. You know what? Being on Survivor is enough for me. Like, I want to I want players to play hard as soon as they get to the island, and that's really important. Um, and I want to be entertained. I don't want players content with just my, just just being picked. Like I want to see things happen from the moment they get out there. And fingers crossed with the castaways that they have that that happens. But um. To be quite, to be quite frank, I haven't been overly excited with the cast that I've seen. A few players stand out to me, but um, yeah, I mean, it re- remains to be seen how hard and well they play. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to break down each tribe, and we're going to talk about maybe some of the players, how we think they're going to go, or like starting off the game, being on those tribes, uh, who we think might be the power people, who we might think might make the weaker people first to go. So let's break down that very first tribe insider, and that is. The Aganoa tribe, I believe I'm saying that right. And on that tribe, we have Phoebe, Rowan, Christy, Dez, L, Evan, Kat, and Lee. So, okay, let's just just on that. Obviously, in my I've, I've narrowed it down. I've got three people who I think will will finish in the top three. But um, you mentioned one of them, and that was Evan. So out of that that particular tribe, there, I just think in regards to why I say that. According to his bio, he's you know he's he's mentioned the fact that he's very conscious of being playing the game in an emotionally intelligent way, and also um, you know he's all, he also believes in social manipulation. Now, obviously, it's not brain surgery, Rhino, to work out where he's got those two sayings from. If you look at the American Survivor season just passed, the whole theme of the season to the people who actually paid attention was the fact that they mentioned emotional intelligence about fifty times. So obviously, he's still, he's taken that phrase. He's, he's going to try and adapt it to the Australian season. So whether I, I don't care if it's good or bad. I just want to see him do that and play play a, a strong, interesting, cunning, cunning game, as he says. Um, in regards to the other person who's made a few a bit of talk preseason has been Des. Obviously, he's mentioned in his bio he's been born to play a villainous game, Rhino. Yep. Mate, I don't know if I believe that. I think the oldies per se normally boot it off first, and I think he'll, you know. He might last three weeks max, but I think he's a bit of a try-hard Russell Heads, to be quite frank. And I don't think I think Desi will ride off to the, ride off into the sunset pretty quickly, to be honest. 
I'm gonna play a despicable but admirable game. I think I've got more dog cunning than them young people. And if they don't get rid of me first, they're gonna be in trouble. It's interesting, in one of the last, uh, the, the insider look they gave us last night or a couple of nights ago, it showed Des, and he was trying to make an alliance with Christy. To me, that's showing that he's not probably being socially integrated with the other guys. I look at that tribe, I look at some of the people like Lee. Lee stands out to me straight away, ex-cricketer, an alpha-type kind of player. He's the type of player I feel would be pretty dominant in this kind of a tribe format in a brand new season. We've got to remember, this is the first time Australian Survivor has been on TV in over a decade. People, it's not going to be a high-level game. I, I'm really expecting this to be like an early season type of game in like compared to the American version. So someone like Lee stands out for me as someone who could be strong. What do you think about someone like Lee? Yeah, but Rhino, just on that though, like that's the thing. Though. I, I don't have time for players who just, I don't want players to feel their way through the game. I want players to come into the island immediately and rock and roll and play the game hard, just like we see in the American season. You mentioned Lee Castledine. Obviously, in terms of um, his uh, history as a cricketer, decent cricketer for Queensland. But um, in, I mean, I've heard him mention in the fact that I, he hopes the game isn't as ruthless as the American series. See, I disagree. I, I hope the series is. I hope the series is five times better than the American series. I don't want players who, who are going out there just willy-nilly and being afraid to, to play the game hard and to, to get people offside by lying or by, by backstabbing or playing a strong game. So I see Lee as being a, a decent physical threat, but in terms of a strategic threat, I don't, I don't think he'll go that far. He might make the merge, but to me, anyone who says, oh, I hope it's not as ruthless as the American series, shouldn't be out there as far as I'm concerned. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah, let me put it this way, though. So you and I both agree. We're both really into the strategy of the game. But when you're playing a brand new season, you've got brand new contestants who, for the most part, might have just seen one or two seasons when they thought they might be cast on the show. Do you feel like you're going to have that strategical input the same as the US version? We're up to, what, season 33 upcoming now. I just mm. don't know if the level of the group overall, like Evan, you're standing out obviously because he's someone who we think might be strategically minded in this game. But do you think he might be the minority instead of the majority? Do I think that Castle and I mightn't play? Um, like, do you mean in the sense that he he wants to play a, a bit of a softer game? Is that what you mean? Well, I think I think he might come in and play like the Andrew Savage type role. So we saw oh, okay. originally more, more, more diplomatic, more a bit of a calmer, uh, a bit more of a patient game. Yeah, I think so. You know what? I don't care how he plays. I mean, I just want him. I just want someone like that. When I, it's just when I saw those comments, there's thousands of Australians who auditioned who would go out there and play a game hard. And you know, if you're going to audition for Survivor, it's not a holiday. You have to know what it's about, and you know, you have to have a, a strategy in mind about how you're going to go about things. And if Castledine wants to play a game that's soft and and hopes and hopes it's not as ruthless as the American series, that concerns me. I just think that. You should be ready to rock and roll, like whether you've seen one series or 24. If you haven't got the, the guts and the courage to last you know, 55 days, then don't go out there, as far as I'm concerned. So we haven't really touched on any of the girls in this tribe. Tell me something about like someone like Elle. She seems to be going under the radar a little bit. Not much is, is coming out about her. We know that she was in the army, but we don't really know much else about her. We mm. haven't really seen her in any of the clips. It's funny you mention, I can reveal exclusively to your program that I do have some insight on Elle. Not going to say how, just do. She is a quiet soul, very diplomatic, very patient. Um, my fear for her is that she might get trodden on when it comes to the crunch, whether she's able to... I mean, let's let's put it this way, Rotto. So, like, there's no way you can play Survivor 
and not get your hands dirty. Like, you must get your hands dirty. And when I see someone like Earl, I think, she's a sweetheart. Does she have it in her to blindside people, to make the tough moves, to lie, to deceive when she has to? Because at some point, it's you're playing for that money, you're playing to win, you have to hurt people. And that that's the bottom line. And do I see her doing that? I don't think I do. And in, in the ads so far... You can see someone walks over there and says, "Oh, you're being played already," or or of, of that 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 description. And um, yeah, so I don't think she'll win it. She might get to the merge, but that's prop maybe just past the merge. But that's as far as I think it'll go, to be honest. So if she's someone who makes the merge, do you think that she could be someone that could be taken to the end because she might be easier to beat? Like she 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 must be have a good physical background. She was in the army. She's obviously pretty yeah, the, fit, the but thing... she is smaller, I guess, compared to some of the guys. The, the one advantage with her is is that she, if she, I, I don't see her um, offending anybody or getting any, anyone offside. So, if you take her to the end, people like pe- the the jury might vote for her because um, she's seen as someone who hasn't got anyone offside. So that could be a danger. Um, if she plays the game hard enough, yeah, she might play a, de- a decent game. But yeah, she might be a danger because she might. I I, I don't see her offending and hurting anyone. So. Um, you can see it both ways. You can get rid of her early because she's not really a threat, but if you take it to the end, she she has enough strength to build relationships that she might just prove a, a threat right at the end if she's there, if she's there. Okay, just quickly, because I, I know we'll go to the next tribe, but uh, just quickly, Kat, we've seen her in some of the adverts. She's the girl who is from the Cafe Latte set. She's wearing the hat. What do you think about what we're, what we're seeing and what Ten is portraying Kat to be in this game? What's And what's Kat's background? So I think Kat was a social media uh, person for Cricket WA. Oh, she's the Wacker, the Wacker yep. sponsorship manager or whatever it may have been. Yep. Is that right? To be honest, didn't grab me. The look, if I'm if I'm brutally honest, there's there's probably one or two women who I really feel can give it a massive shake. I know I'm probably digressing here a bit, but if you're asking me what 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 women can um, can can um, possibly take it out, I've looked at Bianca. Um, Rhino, and I, I see Bianca as a private investigator, and perhaps someone who's got the the the, the cunning and the gall to really mix it hard on on there, and um, and not be afraid to just to, to take it to the men. And she's someone who I feel can really give it a shake. So just before we jump over as well, one last person, Phoebe. She's been in all the adverts, pretty much mm. nearly every one. She's the you know the beach babe with a brain. So yeah. we're getting that portrayal. Do you think that she could be someone who could go far in the game, mixing those two? Quite frankly, no. I've seen that, and it, it really bothers me that. I mean, not bothers me, but it's just it's it's so old school. That if a a person says, "Oh, I'm going to use, I'm going to get my flirt on," and uh, you know, if I have to, if I have to flirt hard to get further in the game, I will. I just think it's a it's a basic elementary strategy. Um, you know, I know someone like Parvati in the American series uh, or across seasons has used flirting to her advantage, but I just think it's so basic, Rhino, to say oh, I'm going to flirt my way to the to win the game. Like it's not going to happen. Like if you're a smart enough su- Survivor player who's watched Survivor enough, you know that a woman's going to use her, her charm or her assets to get her further in the game. Like it's not rocket science, and that in itself is a threat. So, in my opinion, like I'd just be Getting her off immediately, well, not immediately, but very early in the game because you don't want someone like that to start building relationships, start getting momentum in the game and, and progressing where she has a lot of power. So you, you need to get rid of someone like that quickly. But in terms of flirting, I just think it's poor. It's a poor uh, strategy, but hey, if that's what she thinks can win in the game, so be it. Yeah, exactly right. 
Okay, guys, that wraps up our first part, our three-part series, bringing you each tribe. They're not going to be long. They're not going to be too hard to listen to. Three parts. Make sure you're subscribing to our podcast as well. And that's really important. If you do like this podcast, please feel free to go onto iTunes and give us five stars. That helps us boost us up on the ratings. And last uh, week, our last two podcasts have rated really well. They rated 13th and 12th respectively on the iTunes TV and movie podcast. And I would love to be able to crack the top 10 with these podcasts. So thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. And until next time, see you later, guys. Bye. This is Australian Survivor.